keys past the megaphone I shouted on the count of three Welcome to episode 130 of Voice in Education. This is Julie Daniel Davis. Today I want to talk to you about the impact of voice assistance on children and specifically those under two uh, is where I'm looking at today. Because the other day I had my grandson in my arms and I was trying to get him to sleep and I asked my device to play some lullabies. He was, my grandson was very, very interested in how that worked and he is nine months old nine months old has no screen time there are no videos that are played for him occasionally he does uh video chat other people but as a rule he doesn't have um technology usage he does love to swipe a phone and watch the things move um if he can get his hands on a phone but no true usage and no extended usage of any kind So that being said, it made me really start thinking about how do children use technology differently than adults, and specifically, how do children use voice technology? How is it going to shape childhood and their futures? So I started thinking about it, and as adults, we tend to look at and speak to a voice assistant's in a room. So I'm going to get closer to it if I want to talk to it usually, and I'm going to turn my head towards it. That's how I tend to do it. Children, on the other hand, just speak into the air. They see it as ubiquitous, and they don't feel the need to turn towards it most of the time. Uh, Adults tend to give up quickly when a skill or an action or a voice command is not working well. But a child tends to want to help that device to understand what it is they want it to know. Um, Adults, as a rule, tend to use a voice assistant or smart speaker to facilitate their daily task, according to mainstream media. But according to Statistica, kids, children, tend to use those devices to play music and to ask questions. So when I'm thinking about what does the future look like, I can't help but wonder how it's going to impact learning and children of the future because they've been the, a, a child today has been around voice technology um, their whole lives. So one of the things that I'll, immediately comes to mind is that sometimes voice assistants have uh, misunderstand children speaking because up until about age age five, children are still learning how to talk and their speech is fully being developed. According to a research by Alexis Hineker, what she found is that children choose one of three strategies when they're misunderstood. Their first one is repetition. They'll repeat what they ask. The second one is they tend to moderate their volume by being louder, um, thinking maybe it didn't hear them. And then the third one, which would be more critical thinking on the part of the child, is to choose different words or rearrange a sentence for better understanding. But what the research showed is that the children rarely give up. It is the parents with the child that tends to say, okay, this isn't working, let's give up. So I thought that was really interesting on how persistent and how much grit a child has in dealing with voice technology. Um, According to the Living with Future report, 
42% of families started using more tech in their home during the pandemic. So what that means is more voice technology, more voice assistants were being adopted during that period of time. It was being used more. And um, it, it's going to impact children forward. Um, we're going to see a t day and time where Families are working out of their home more than ever. The research is showing that that a lot of companies are not going back to work in a 40-hour work week as we knew it in the past, but it will be more of a hybrid model, and that's something that parents want. According to Super Awesome, 26% uh, of kids who are exposed to voice technology engage with speakers two to four hours a week, and that was in 2018. To me, that seems like a crazy high percentage, but it makes me wonder, is that the case? Um, and then I start thinking about what does that mean for children? If they're not being understood well, uh, in March of 2020, the New York Times came out with an article where a study was done on speak recognition systems like voice assistants and how they those assistants tend to misunderstand white speakers 19% of the time, but black speakers 35% of the time. I oddly could not find the percentage of how often a speaker does not understand children, but I do believe it would be an even greater um, number, percentage. And then I'm thinking, well, then a black child would even have a greater issue there. And so then I start thinking about the equity issues that are involved in this. If it's not only if a child doesn't have access to voice, but because it doesn't understand them, it becomes an equity issue as well. The upside is we're dealing with artificial intelligence and artificial intelligence tends to fix itself due to the um, being able to realize that they're not being that they're not understanding well. So I think there's great hope because of this being an artificial intelligence based um, platform. And then that leads me to the voice profiles for kids um, that Amazon Alexa recently put out where a parent can go in and they can set voice profiles for their children where it can learn their voices, not only learn their voices, but then know exactly where that child is um, in a reading platform that has also been developed. The problem, as always, is going to be that COPPA and FERPA are going to play a be a major player in how this is going to impact um, children and learning and education specifically in the future. And as I've said before, I think something has to give, something has to change. I think we're going to have to see devices that are more localized in storing the data instead of storing it in the clouds. Or we're going to have to see devices that come out and say, our data is not being used for any type of advertising or anything other than to answer the question, we then scrub it, uh, and and there are no transcripts that are kept. Um, I believe the voice revolution is here. The Echo.Kids continues to gain volume uh, every year. I'm really excited this week to see what's new 
um, when Alexa Live comes out, what new features, what new devices might be out there that are coming that are going to make a difference. We now have an Echo Show for kids. I feel, eh, I'm not so sure how I feel about that because screen time is an issue for children. And one of the things I did like about the voice uh, assistant was we didn't have to worry about screen time. So there's the the pros and the cons and the give and the take and the, um, you know, the Academy for for pediatric, let's see, the American Pediatric Academy says that no child under the age of two should have any kind of screen time um, except for maybe voice chat and um, parents don't listen to that they're not following that so um, in order to really make a difference I'm wondering if this voice assistant might be a good option for parents to give access for children to hear things to uh, listen to stories and um, and to to serve as a help like I did the other day while holding my grandson and trying to get him to sleep to immediately be able to say, hey, play some lullabies. Um, that could make a difference in the world we, we're in today. This is Julie Daniel Davis signing off.